JM in the AM here on a Wednesday. We have for um, for a couple of weeks now uh, been talking about this day, a day that Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowitz, the president of Arts Girl Masoro, would visit JM in the AM. And by the way, you could watch all of this. You could watch this interesting encounter on Facebook Live. Go to facebook.com slash Nachum Siegel Network. And um, with Hanukkah right around the corner, we are, after all, on the 13th of Kislev, and with the Siyamashas right around the corner, the Siyamashas in MetLife Stadium is happening on the 1st of January. And if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, the first daf, the first uh, folio, the first page of daf Yomi on the next cycle, I believe, is the 5th of January. So we are right here. We are at the uh, very end of this very uh, uh, exciting cycle of Torah study, Talmud study. And um, Art Scroll is uh, is noting just how significant an event it is with what they are offering to their customers. And with all that in mind, I say, Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowitz, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum, and good morning to your wonderful audience. It's great to be here. I appreciate that. It's great to have you here. Let's set aside the Siamashas for a moment. Would this be in a typical year for you? the busiest time of year? Normally, Hanukkah is the busiest time of the year. This is it. So with this the Yavim Narayim and with the Haggadahs and with Torah study on Shavuos <laughs> and with all the different things we can know, this is generally the most this uh, is exciting the bu- time of year. Yeah, definitely this is the busiest time. Yom Narayim is a close second, especially right. back to school. Right. Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, it all comes at once. Um, it depends how the calendar falls out. You know, when Rosh Hashanah is early, so the back-to-school season coincides with Rosh Hashanah. Right. That is very busy. Right. When it's later, not as busy, but Hanukkah, Jews, just, they love Hanukkah. No, they love Hanukkah. They, well, we, I should say we love Hanukkah. And 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 not not to dwell too much on this, but I think it should be noted, based on our experience over the years, that the later the Hanukkah is, it seems the busier things are. Would you agree with that? That is true. We are definitely... <laughs> victims, I would say, of our surroundings. And when we see advertisements, radio advertisements, print advertisements, gift giving in the you know, in general, right. it definitely has an effect on us. The secular world has a habit of seeping into our world. <laughs> Fortunately or unfortunately. And sometimes <laughs> sometimes to the benefit of publishers. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, so now let's bring in the Siamashas. Last time this was done, and you remember it, I'm sure clearly. Uh, seven years ago, which was in the summer of that year, it was, in fact, in the middle of the summer and, and not even close to Hanukkah. Here, this Siamashas not only is in the season of Hanukkah, it's practically a day or two after Hanukkah ends. It must be an incredible combination of two massive events for you. It's a very exciting time. In general, the Siamashas for us at Art Scroll, especially with my father's Zatzal, accomplishing what he did together with Rabbi Sherman and Rabbi Brander. And your benefactors. And the benefactors, of course. It wouldn't happen without them. Uh, with the Schattenstein family and everyone else who are good friends to partner with us to make it possible. I mean, the, you look at the growth of the CM Hashas over the last three cycles. It's incredible. Right. I remember as a, as a teenager going to the CM Hashas, the Felt Forum, I think it was, there were 5,000 people there. And now we're talking about literally around the world, hundreds of thousands of people. And many of them are either learning Dafyomi or connected to learning in some way. And, you know, I have to say humbly, 
because I wasn't the one who created it, <laughs> although I'm happy to carry on the legacy, is that it has to do with art scroll, but it has right. to do with the Jewish people as well. The fact is you could produce the greatest product and the greatest book, but if people have no interest in learning, it would just sit on a shelf. The fact is that because there's a thirst for Torah learning in the world, every type of Jew, it doesn't make a difference what background you are, Correct. everyone wants to learn Torah. Hashem just made it work that Art Scroll and the production of the publications came at a time when Klal Yisrael was looking to grow in Torah learning. No question And because of that, everything exploded. Rebecca Dalia Zlatowicz is here, facebook.com slash Nachum Siegel Network. Uh, two quick points on that. First of all, and, and complete credit to the Aguda, they are the trailblazers when it comes to, and look what's happening, MetLife Stadium will be filled. And during the winter, will right. be filled, which is unbelievable. I have to give credit, f- certainly, to my dear friend, Mr. Ralph Shmuel Yosef Reader, who had the vision to say, we're going to do it at MetLife Stadium. On January In the 1st. winter, on January 1st, and it's going to work. And he was right. And he's a person who does not look for credit. He's a very humble person. He, together with Mr. Shlemy Werdiger, and really the whole committee, right. Hashi Hertzka and Duri Diamond, just wonderful, wonderful people, they believed in it, they had a vision, and they said it's going to happen. But to their credit, it used to be the Siam Hashas was all about the Siam, about finishing, about right. the celebration. To their credit, what they've done now is they're creating learning programs they care more about January 2nd than January 1st. Right. They look at January 1st as a kickoff for all the learning programs that they created. Nice with the football right? stadium. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. For all the learning programs in Masmidi Asim, when they're getting kids involved, and hundreds of thousands of Mishnayas are being learned by children. Right, even if you're not doing a full dot. You're not day, doing that right. filming. Just learn Torah. Right. That's why I tell everyone, why should I go to the CMHS, they say. So the reason you should go is because everyone walks out of that stadium saying, I want to learn more Torah. And on top of that, I think even those who are not, you know, yet regular Torah studiers, students of Torah and Talmud, there's something about the gathering. There's something about being there with all the people and celebrating and dancing. And you, just like on Simchas Torah, one who may not spend their day, you know, right. feel part of it. Here you feel part of it. Everyone even, even. feels part of it. Answering Yeheshmei right. Rabbah. With 100,000 people is an incredible thing. Pretty amazing. It's just a Kiddush Hashem. You look how, you know, it's the one event that, you know, even the secular newspapers write about in such a positive way. Right. What could be negative? Jews are getting together to celebrate Torah learning. It's how fantastic. Do you, how do you think Ralph and the committee reacted when they woke up to this weather this morning? What do you think? They, <laughs> do you think they were able to sleep last I night? I think they're fine. <laughs> they're fine. I think they're, they're fine. fine. <laughs> uh, also, and, and my point, just to go back for a second, is that, these now you're dealing with, and we spoke about this off the air for a moment. Now you're dealing with Siume Hashas, right? Everywhere, two months worth, every angle, every segment of the community. I mean, and 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 the, again, with all the credit to the Aguda, there's you've said to me. Some of you may find this hard to believe. <laughs> you've said to me there is nothing more flattering and satisfying to you than being imitated and replicated. Definitely, and you love. Get this, folks. You love when your colleagues succeed, and you love when you're presented with a beautiful project from others in the publishing industry. Imagine that committee who you just mentioned, when they see what's happening in New York and New Jersey in January and February, what's happening in Yerushalayim, what's happening in Europe, what's happening in South Africa. Imagine what they are feeling 
as they see all of these celebrations pop up around the world. It's really to that good as credit, like you of say. Course. And you know, and we've spoken about this many times, we don't look at other publishers or other people who are producing Torah works as competition. We're all accomplishing the same thing. I'll tell you a beautiful vart if I could throw it Please. in. Dr. Tversky says a beautiful vart. In the morning we say that about the malachim, about the angels, that the, they give over with love, permission one to the other, to, to, to sanctify the name of Hashem, the name of God. A malach doesn't care who's doing the sanctification. A malach just cares that God is being sanctified. They're willing to give it over with love to each other. That's how we should feel. And that's how everyone in Klai Yisrael should feel. Yep. We don't have to get the credit. As long as God's name is being sanctified, as long as Torah is being learned, that's what we're all here to accomplish. And that goodness should feel great. Of course, At the oh, beginning, yeah. it stings a little bit right. because you're afraid we sure. won't fill up. And now you see you're filling up. And like you say, South Africa, France, um, Geneva, I heard they're having a CMHS. Eretz Yisrael is, is obvious. Australia... That good should sit back and say, "Look what we did for Klal Yisrael." It is amazing. Uh, so you, I'm being serious. You have staff members who will walk into your office and say, I, "I just have to show you this beautiful project that you know the folks across the street did." That of type course. of thing. Of course, all the time, all the time. And you know what? Competition's wonderful. It gets us yeah. thinking. How could we but raise also, the bar to the next level? But also, colleagues are wonderful, and ideas that you may get from Definitely. them are wonderful. And I would have to assume that you saw your father do that a million times. Always. My that father was, had the greatest relationship with all the publishers out there. Right, left, it didn't make a difference what background they were. He loved when people were doing beautiful work. He loved it. And that the tradition continues, Correct. both with you and, and the people exactly. who surrounded it. And as we know, and it's not today's discussion, but right. there are certain things we as Art School can't publish, right? So it's wonderful that other people are publishing it because there is a need for a lot, you know, really a variety of books, Svarim, and it's just great that it's being done. Right, 100%. Rebecca Dahlia Zlatowitz is here. Facebook.com slash Nachum Siegel Network. We will get to Hanukkah. <laughs> we will get to the CMHS. Don't worry. How many books has Rabbi Tversky written with you? Is he a big art school published publish work, or is he with someone else? He was very big. He must have done 40 books with us, close to 40 books. Wow. He's incredible. He's Which means that you could get manuscripts from him like every other month? He basically could write a manuscript. That, okay, this is over 40 years. Right, understood. You know, now he lives in Eretz Yisrael. He's retired. I mean, he, you know, I think he's still working on the side, but Dr. Tversky has been fantastic. Who is the Tversky of today? Is there somebody who's, you know, churning out material at a pace that, that you find dizzying? Is there, there somebody There like are a lot of authors, no one on his level. He was uh -huh. able to just sit down. He had a golden pen. He had a go. Although he always jokes around that he didn't write forty different books, he wrote one book forty different ways. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you've heard it yes, many times. This is a great line, but it's not true. He really he hits a nail on the head every time. Right. There are people who I think are perceived as sort of working at his pace. Um, <laughs> well, you have Yichiel Bess, Yichiel um, Spiro writes. Right. There, there's someone. Uh, Nachman Seltz is right. knocking out books. In other words... And it's on a, such a high level. It's beautiful. People love their work. Is there an author who's in every Hanukkah ad? Is there an author who every year has something new or, or there's no such thing anymore? Is there somebody who's always coming Nachman out? Nachman Seltz. Always something new, always. at least once a yeah. year. Yechel Spiro, for sure. And that's because their stories are... They have a knack for... You know, I always say we... 
I, we all live in the world. And he asked me, okay, what, give me a story that happened to you today. I'll say, I don't know. <laughs> right. Now, there are probably 30 <laughs> stories that happened, but we're not tuned in to internalize the stories, remember them. Someone like Rabbi Yechiel Spiro, someone like, you know, Nachman Seltzer, these type of people, they see a story, they live a story, right. and it becomes a story. I'm them. in an Uber last night. You know, night. Pesach Kron, Rabbi Pesach Kron is the same thing. Right. He, his stories just come alive. He could say, yesterday I met this person, it was the most amazing thing, and we'll say, oh, that happened to me too. Why didn't I think that that was right. a story? Yeah, I'm saying last night I'm in an Uber, so for me it's a ride home. For them it would be a story. A, an incredible experience <laughs> exactly. that they're going to write about, which is it's funny true. when you think about it. Um, all right, so let's get to some of what's happening. For, we'll start with Hanukkah. Now, you had said to me in your office when we, when we met that Hanukkah has basically become a tradition that the whole Jewish world essentially knows that they are going to save 20% off across the board every Hanukkah. That's how it works. So that's the best offer of the year, correct? That is the best offer of the year across the board. Right. Yes. Where you could go to the Where website. You could go to the website, to 20% store. off, free shipping over $49. Do all the retailers participate? Everyone. Everyone participates. Right. And they love it. It brings traffic in. And, you know, we want people to give Hanukkah gifts. There's many choices, sure. but if you give a safer, you give a book, it's really something that lasts forever, and it can be handed down generation to generation. And do you know how large this catalog is that describes all your work? We're talking about well, over 50 pages. So our f- complete catalog yeah. is 165 pages. That's like what, an annual catalog? So that's an annual catalog. What we did this year, Hanukkah, instead of doing a 160-page catalog, because <laughs> most people don't have the patience to go through that, is we split it up into three separate catalogs. Unbelievable. We have one catalog is the new and classics, new releases and classics. The other catalog is celebrating the CMA Shas, where we have the lowest prices ever on Shas, on individual volumes, on the iPad, which we'll get to, and all the new things, the Yaakov, the Tosos. And then the third catalog is a children's catalog, which we never did before, a separate catalog for children. Wow. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, at NahumSiegel.com, and the NahumSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Rabbi Gedalia Zlotowicz is here, president of Arts Girl Masora, as we discuss all these things that we just mentioned. Um, so you just said that the Hanukkah catalog concentrates on classics including some of the beautiful gift sets you can get. I noticed the leather machzor, which I think is an amazing gift, and all these different uh, nuschos and shapes and sizes. Yes. And if people look, they'll find exactly what they're looking for if they go through it. But you said that this catalog is also dedicated to new releases. Now, you just threw a couple of them at us. Uh, is, is the list too long to go through all We could go through a few of them. Can we go through some of yes. them? Yes. So as I brought to you today, what, you know, people are always looking to elevate their Torah learning especially Dafyomi learners. Many people have gone through the cycle two times, three times, and right. they're looking for a little more. We started recently a project on Tosfos. You know, Tosfos is something that a lot of people have a challenge learning, especially they're not in yeshiva for many years, but it's something they could accomplish. So we did Makos as the first volume. Mm-hmm. Now we have Brochos out, volume one, and volume two will be out soon. It was actually dedicated by the Schottenstein family, and if I could just hold that one second. Please. And the Seid is dedicated by Mr. Ralph Reeder. They saw again, you know, Mr. Reeder, my dear friend, saw the need to elevate Torah learning and his connection to the CMHS. But imagine now someone's learning Dafyomi and he's able to say, you know what, once a week, maybe Shabbos afternoon, I'll learn a few Tosvos of the blot that I learned that week. 
That's incredible. That's a, that's a wonderful way to expand one's Torah knowledge. I'm laughing, and you see me smiling for one right. reason. When the Shas was completed, and so many things had come out from Art Scrolls, Siddur, Chumash, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, somebody in the know, quote unquote, yeah. <laughs> said to me, that's the end of Art Scroll. That's it. It's over. There's nothing else for them to publish. I There's t- nothing else for them to do. Well, now now that you're into Toast, you're, you're, you're going to be busy We have our work cut out for us. Yeah, you're going to be busy for I a while. always tell people we're just warming up. We're right. just getting started. And it's funny how nobody gets that. Right. Everyone- There's so much to do. The other thing I brought you today was the Ein Yaakov. Right. You know, as you know, you could tell me more probably, Nachan, than I could tell you, but growing up, did you have an Ein Yaakov share in your shul? Of course. And, Between Mincha and Meir. And, and anybody over 80 was in it. Exactly. <laughs> what is Ein Yaakov? We know Ein Yaakov is a collection of all the Agada to Gemaris, right. which is not the heavy laws that are more complicated, but it's the stories, it's the lessons, it's the Judy, you know, our value as Jews. We learn from these stories, but these stories are very cryptic. And when you learn it on the surface, it's like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, sometimes what people, is the Gemara doing? Sometimes real smart Tamidei Chamim struggle with that. Right. Yeah. And it's like, is it real? Did it happen? Did it not happen? What's a lesson we're supposed to get out of it? And what we did in this volume, and it's going to be fantastic, is we took these Agatha to Gemaras and we're showing how the lesson of the Gemara still applies to our life. And we did a collection of commentaries, we call them insights, from Rosham Shafol Hirsch, Reb Chaim Shmalevitz, the Svas Emes, the Nesiva Shalom, and the list goes on and on, the Ben Yoyada, just to show these are not ancient stories that happened, but this is Judaism's wisdom handed down generation to generation and how we should apply it to our life. Amazing. And the beauty of it is you don't have to be a Talmud Talmudic scholar to learn Ein Yaakov. You could be a beginner to Judaism, opening it for the first time. You could be a young lady on a Shabbos afternoon who just wants to open and learn some stories from Agatha Gemaris. Wonderful. Pull it out. It's written in a very easy, readable way. And with the notes and the insights, it's going to take your learning to a new level. All right. Inside information. Who is the decisor? In the art scroll, who determines what is a god and what's not? No, who's, so, who's, who's the person on the front line? So <laughs> the question really is who determines what we put in. Right. Ein Yaakov was created right, for that purpose about five hundred years ago. Right. It was put together five hundred years ago. That it was a collection of all the Galatia Gemaris. We just we didn't pick and choose which right. ones go in. We're following the Ein Yaakov, the tradition. Amazing. Uh, Rabbi Gedalia Zlatowitz is here. Okay, anything else in the? In the uh, Sifrei Kodesh, in the holy book section, that's brand new we should know There's about. something new coming out later today. I wish I had it to bring to you, but we don't have it yet. We will. It's called An Introduction to the Talmud. We've been waiting for this volume to come out. So you thought the Talmud, the Shat and Talmud, was only 73 volumes. Now there's 74 volumes. Uh, people have to expand the, Exactly. You have to give a little, another about inch and a half. <laughs> but the Introduction to the Talmud Why is, was that necessary, Introduction to the so Talmud? So let me explain yeah. to you what's in there. You'll love this. The introduction to the Talmud includes over 300 biographies of different Tanoyim Amaroyim, short biographies. It includes the Rambam's Hakdama, his introduction to his Yara Chazaka. Mm-hmm. It int- includes the Rambam's introduction to the Pirish HaMishnayis. It includes the Igeris of Shriragon. Of Shriragon, oh. as we know, lived... There's Svarim on Igeris of Shriragon. Exactly. It was written, what, 1,100 years yes. ago, 1,200 years ago? And of Shriragon wrote about the history of the writing of the Talmud. Without that book, we'd be lost to an extent. So this is a 50-page letter 
that we translated with commentary. It has the history of the yeshivos of Bovel and Eretz Yisrael, the history of Bovel in general, what was going on, the history of the printing of the Talmud. This is a volume that will open up the historical you know, world of Talmud that people are not aware of. We know how to learn. We could open a Gemara and learn. But who were the people who wrote the Gemara? What was the history? What was going on during that period? That's what it's going to give people. Amazing. And that's available? That'll be available in in two, three days. Right. Uh, Traditionally, I remember in the old days, there was always an explosion of art scroll publications in stores on Thursdays. I always remember that. They seem to always get these deliveries. You know why? Because the newspapers come out Wednesdays. So So it comes in Thursday. Well, that's like our deadline. You got to get it in. The ads are out in the paper. So would this one, for instance, be there tomorrow or not necessarily? I'm not. It's pushing. We're pushing very heavy. If not, it'll be by Monday. Yes. We're pushing very heavy. Amazing. Anything else brand new we should know about in that category? um, Or does that cover it essentially? I mean, the the usual, you know, a new Yerushalmi volume, which, right. just to mention to you, my father, Zatzal, started the Yerushalmi project, I think it's now um, probably about 15 years ago. And when he started, people said, Yerushalmi? First of all, you'll never finish. No one's interested. And how are you going to get donors to even help you with that? Who understands it? We're living in a world today where people are learning Yerushalmi. I know many people every single day learn Yerushalmi on a Dafyomi type, type system or not they're just right. going through it right. and it's only because my father had the vision to do it as he did with everything as you know and he said not only do I want to do it we're going to do it we have now 48 volumes printed and bound there's three volumes to go and we're going to have it. a seam on May 20th and due to the Schattenstein family and all the dedicators who stepped up and said, we want to be part of history. We're going to open up Yerushalmi, which has been closed for 800 years, 1,000 years. Closed. The only people who ever learned Yerushalmi were the largest Tamidei Chachamim. Otherwise it was ignored. That's it. Otherwise it was totally ignored. Right. And now it's being learned as hope. And my father always said, Yerushalmi will be the crown jewel of art school. We didn't know what he was talking about. Many people still don't know what he's talking about. But he always was way ahead of the curve. Is Yerushalmi, like the Bavli, available in all the variations, the small, the large, in English, in other languages? So Yerushalmi is available in English full-size and Hebrew full-size. The English, as I said, is about six months from being completed. The Hebrew will be done in about two years. And was the Schattenstein family, in fact, the... Yeah, key, the key they benef- were the key benefactor. I remember still when we were at a board meeting. Did your father have trouble selling it to them? Nope. They got it. They hopped it. <laughs> Mr. J. Schattenstein and his wife, Jeannie, get it. For some reason, they have a schus that when they hear of a project, he stood up right away. And believe me, I'm sure J. Schattenstein never learned Yerushalmi. <laughs> but he heard Rabbi Zlatowicz said this is important. He said, I want to change the Jewish people. And I want to make Torah learning accessible. I'm in. We're going to do it. But not only did he step up, all many, many dedicators who did Bavli right. said they want to be part of it. Right. Many new dedicators now are coming on board. They see the value of opening up Torah. We're getting close to the days of Mashiach. 100%. And everything has to be opened up. It has to be. Is the Schottenstein family essentially, exclusively Talmud with you? Is that their department? With, no. The, or are there other areas <laughs> as well? Many, many they, other areas. They did the Interlinear Sadurim. Wow. They did the Mishnah Elucidated. They're doing the Ein Yaakov now. 
You know, every, people tell me all the time, I, I, I'm so jealous. I wish I could be like Jay Schottenstein. That's true. I said, so be like Jay Schottenstein. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Do it. Exactly. He, you know, he didn't say, I wish I could be. Right. He did it. Then your, your father really, would say that. Said, and people really step up. We have the most wonderful group of friends. You look at our board of governors, our board of trustees, just a list of people who have dedicated. These are leaders in the Jewish community who understand the importance of opening up Torah study. And it's it's a we're grateful to them. This nothing could have been done without them. Unbelievable. My father could have had the greatest dreams in the world. Right. How many people dream and have great ideas and nothing happens? It was only this partnership of the donors together with my father and the team of Tamidei Chachamim, the great scholars that we have on board that make the projects possible. It's like Hashem just made a partnership with three groups of people. And because of that, the Jewish world is a different world. It is unbelievable. Uh, Rabbi Gedali Zlatowicz is here. We're talking about Art Scroll. We uh, <clears throat> he mentioned the Hanukkah sale. Everything is 20% off as of now. So whether it's online or whether it's in the stores, you'll be able to uh, to save 20% on everything. Plus, if you're ordering over $49, and for those of us who love books and sforum, that's not hard to do. It's free shipping here in the United States. Take advantage. Go to artscroll.com. Artscroll.com. If you're more, uh, if you're uh, more comfortable on the phone, it's one eight hundred Misora, one eight hundred Misora, for all the information. So we keep on talking about the twenty percent off, but right. you know, due to the celebration of the CMHAS, right. we are offering oh, the more? largest discounts really ever, <laughs> matching some of the largest discounts ever. Some bigger. For example, mm-hmm. we are encouraging people to start learning brachos. Right. Everyone could do it. Brachos is not a hard masechta. Anyone not could, a long it's not long. You can finish it in two, you know, a little over two months. Right. We're offering the first volume of Brachis at an unprecedented 1999 volume. Hebrew, English, large, small, whatever anyone wants. For 1999, you could go out. It's like 75 cents a day if you're learning <laughs> Dafyomi. Just start Mesechta's Brachis. Do it. You can do it. And then we're offering all the other volumes 30% off. Shasen, we took off $1,000 a set. We want people to have an opportunity to buy sets for themselves, for a son-in-law, a child, a shul. It's like endless. The offer is fantastic. Which means now you can get the English set in Dafyomi size for $1,599. Yep, instead of $2,600. Right, which is pretty amazing. Um, the easiest way for the commuter, and I'm using that just to you know, give a visual of somebody who wants something as light as possible, I assume would be, uh, is the Dafyomi size the smallest print one? Is that the smallest? Yes. That's but, the smallest print. But do you want to know the easiest thing for well, the commuter? I would assume it's, the, uh, <laughs> it's either the phone or the iPad. Get the iPad. Right, we sell a fully loaded iPad. Um, I think the price is, I'm not even sure what it is offhand. I'm going to find it for you. But we worry. sell a fully loaded iPad, which has the complete... Schattenstein Talmud. It has also Mishnayis. It has most of the Hebrew Talmud. You're holding Shas in the palm of your hand. Here it is. Where you have hyperlinks. Over a million hyperlinks are in the iPad. Where wherever you are on the page, whatever Rashi, Tosvos, or anything on the page brings down another source, you click on it and the source opens up. I don't know if our camera could pick this up, but there's a great photo of it in the catalog about all the different variations of uh, directions people can go in when they're learning one page of Talmud. And all of this, which normally the uh, digital library iPad that you described, normally is a $1,500 
uh, price is now seven ninety nine ninety nine. The greatest a- Hanukkah gift, half off basically. People now travel. They tell me all the time, I don't schlep sfarim anymore. I don't right. have to take books. I have everything in the palm of my hand. Whatever I need, it's the greatest gift. And you don't need internet access while you right. use it. It's downloaded once. We sell it fully downloaded. You don't need internet access. So people are nervous about having an iPad sure. with internet. No internet access, and you have it all in the palm of your hand. Unbelievable. With a great search, by the way, Nachum. Can you imagine, you're speaking at a Shever Brachas this week, if you were, and you say, oh, I remember this, some Gemara, something to do with Rava and something to do with Chesed. You just put it in the search, those two words. It'll give you everywhere in Shas that those words come up. And that could be in the Hebrew, in the translation, or in the notes, anywhere. It'll search anywhere. It's fantastic. Okay. And that was put together by Rabbi Meir Pasternak. It was his genius that made this possible. How does one, uh, it's, what, what is it, 73, 74 volumes? 73 volumes. How does one take 73 volumes and in a reasonable amount of time get it onto an iPad with all these hyperlinks? I mean, this, this, this project it was, it was took many about years. how long? Many years. Years many to put years this together, to go through every hyperlink. And it was really made possible. The benefactor here was Mr. Stanley Wasserman and his family. Wow. From uh, Westchester. From Westchester. And he saw the vision, and he gave the seed money for this. And he said, I want this to happen. And because of him now, people are walk- people wait in doctor's offices. Right. They open their iPhone, Mishnayis, Kitzah Shulchan Aruch, Shas, a sitter. And we're now Rashi. we're doing the Stone Chumash, and we're going to go on to the Rashi. It's the most amazing tool. There's no excuse not to learn anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> you have to. You're making me feel guilty now. <laughs> uh, it's incredible. The whole thing's amazing. And uh, as uh, Rabbi Zlato had said now, because of Hanukkah, uh, this digital library iPad available for $799.99, and I'm assuming that anything having to do with the Siomashas catalog it, uh, the sale prices really go a little bit beyond Hanukkah. It'll be until the 6th. It's going to be go like right, 6th the, of January. Right. Because you want to make sure. Because the 5th, everyone is, is a little bit confused because January 1st is the big seum and many seum are taking place around the world. The 1st, the 2nd, in right. February. They did February. it on a day that everyone was right. off from work. But January lying. 5th is the first day that the first daf is going to be said. Do you know what daf Yomi Shiurim are going to look like that Sunday morning, Rabbi Zlotowitz? <laughs> I mean, it's going to be pretty amazing. And there'll be a lot of art scroll uh, right. brachas there, that's for sure. Some of which were purchased in 1999. Actually, my, my, my brother, my brother Ira, we call him Yisrael, right. in memory of my father, I'm just looking it up here, what the link is. Um, he's doing a live stream together with uh, the OU is going to be involved. Um, he's doing a live stream under the banner of Klal Gavoa. And there's going to be a Dafyomi share live Sunday to get everyone to tune in. He's pushing people just learn Dafbeis in memory of May Yaakov Ben Aaron. And the link for that is I'm going to find it. It's Klal Gavoa. Um, I'm sure we could do a search online. And he suspects here klalgavoa.org. It's K L A L G O V O A H dot org. Slash start the daf, and what he's counting on is that a lot of people will start the daf, that they yeah. won't just study on the fifth of believe. January, but they will continue. Listen, as you know, Torah study is really, as we say in yeshiva shalingo gishmak. It certainly we is. love it, <laughs> and it's addictive. Oh yeah, and when you do it, and you see, you could accomplish, you could learn a daf of Gemara, and as we say, brachas is not the hardest, right? But we relate to it because it has all the laws of brachas and tefillah and. Think, you know, things that we relate to. Sure. Start it. See where it goes. See what happens. Who knows? 
You may end up studying all of Shas and celebrating even more earnestly. In seven, seven and a half years, in the summer. Right, in the summer. <laughs> but then Mashiach's going to be there. I think at that point, we're going to have one large seum. That would be amazing. <laughs> uh, although, to a degree, that's what it feels like, frankly. It does feel like the whole world is celebrating together, even if not, not everybody's in the same exact spot. And the third catalog you mentioned is the children's and youth titles. Frankly, this is larger than I suspected it would be. This is a pretty thick catalog. Well, that's why we did it separate, because usually our children's and youth titles get lost in the back of the catalog, and we wanted people to really focus, and I really want the kids to go through it right? and see how rich children's literature is. There's so much out there for children to read that will elevate their own learning. And you know, there are catalogs out there, for good reason, Hanukkah's coming up, that kids concentrate on, a lot of toys, a lot of different things. Imagine now they could add to their repertoire going through this and choosing some great Definitely. Jewish titles. It will last a lot longer than the toy, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you heard of Chef Shiri, Rabbi Zlotowitz? Because there is a new book, literally new, just came out a couple of weeks ago, uh, Kids Cooking with Chef Shiri. Uh, this is part of the big sale. It's available now with a 20% discount. You can go to artscroll.com and do it right now, or you can, or wait till after the show. Uh, and, of course, you can call Artscroll as well. But this is this is another one. You're always the one who's given credit for the cookbooks. Every time anyone mentions cookbooks, <laughs> I don't think they cite your father. I think they cite you as bringing the idea to your father. Would that be accurate? That is accurate. So now you've gone ahead and created a new line of kids' Cookbook. I think Susie had one as Susie well. Susie had right? one, which was fantastic. And you insist on really good-looking and good, flavorful <laughs> covers. You insist on that. So let me. Yeah, that's for sure. We know that, as my father said many times, whoever said don't judge a book by its cover never sold a book. But <laughs> if you look at the uniqueness about this book is not just the recipes. It goes through right. what brach is to make. It gives kids the history of certain things, like why in the world on a pineapple or a banana – do we make our dhamma? It yeah. seems to grow on a tree, mm-hmm. and there's a write-up about that. So in addition to the children getting delicious recipes, and we know children in the kitchen is a wonderful thing, maybe not for the mother once they leave the kitchen <laughs> to clean up, but really it's a bonding time. It's sure. wonderful. There's a lot of interesting Jewish tidbits that the children will gain from a book like this. Plus there's a stuffed shell recipe. I mean, come <laughs> on. If you're making stuffed shells with the kids, then you know it's going to be a big hit. Uh, so that's one of them. It's recommended for ages 7 and up, and it's Kids Cooking with Chef Shiri. And then you have Parsha books, and you have uh, so, sto- well, the, story right, books. Well, the weekly Parsha book is a new series we just ah. started. I'm not sure if you saw that yet. I, I should have brought it to you. It goes through the story of the Parsha with sidebars, with beautiful, beautiful graphics, it really brings the parasha alive. Like for the Shabbos table, we hear from so many parents, they look at it in advance, they read it at the table. It was made possible by the Jaffa family. Beratius is out. Shamos is going to be out in a few weeks. Are you going to be able to keep up? No, we're going to jump to Bamidbar and then next year do Vayikran Devar. Wow, amazing. Um, so and, and it's full-color illustration, so there's plenty, plenty to look at in it's addition fantastic. to everything that it's they read. It's wonderful. And the people can find that. It's called The Weekly Parsha. And as you heard, it's dedicated by the Jaffa family. Uh, again, a familiar name when it comes to your uh, donors and benefactors. Really a lot. Just a great choice. Let's go through the catalog. Yeah. It's a wonderful this is, choice. Am I right that the Aleph Bays one is also relatively new? Is this? It's brand new. Oh, it's it brand just new. just came in. It's the first board book that we ever did. There's never been a children's board from book Art from Art Scroll. <laughs> right. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, my Aleph Bays Friends is the name of that one. Look, by the way. Uh, I'm one of the lucky people who's on your mailing list. 
So I, I received these three catalogs in a, in a nice uh, in a nice plastic this week. How do people get this catalog? Can they see the whole thing online? Like, what did I do? They could call our office, 1-800-MISSORA. they can get it. Or 718-921-9000, and yes, for a catalog, will be mailed out to them. All right, so you can call Arts Girl Missora, or I, I'm assuming it is available online, all of it, or... Or is that not necessarily true? But to view it's the to catalog view online, no. But our website, they right. can go through. Has all the products. Go to the homepage of the website, artschool.com. They'll see all the new products. Uh, and the, and then tomorrow, uh, in the chair that you're that you're in right now, Miriam Pascal is going to be here. I'm speaking with her during this show, and then Miriam Wallach speaking with her because she's an expert chef. Different perspectives. I'm speaking to her because I love to eat, and Miriam's speaking <laughs> right. to her because she loves to cook. And it's called More Real Life Kosher Cooking. Approachable recipes for memorable dishes. This literally just came out a couple of days yes, ago. Yes, and that's doing great. Miriam has is, a, how do, is it really already she, doing great? Yes. How do she you had, know that? Because we more? see the sales. And, and Miriam out. has a huge following online, social media following. People love her recipes. Will this, will this end up in one of your top top cookbooks? Definitely. Definitely. How did her first one with this title do? Great. My, my wife goes through cookbooks, right. and she says if she could get three, four good recipes, keepers, it's worth the whole book. That's interesting. And she found more than that already. Um, I have to go through this because i got to speak to her about some of uh, the ones that look like my favorites already tomorrow. Um, the um, Who is on the committee when it comes to cookbooks? Because you just mentioned your wife. Are there people outside of the regular circle of people that you will cons- consult with when it comes to this area specifically? Because I, for some reason... I think your expertise is stronger <laughs> in the Sfarim realm than in the cooking realm. I hope I'm not overstepping so, with that. <laughs> uh, the way we ju- because the mar- when Susie came to us right. many years ago, um, the Jewish cookbook market was a different market. Right. There were a few books barely existed, all market. in black and white, pretty right. much. And Susie has totally elevated the entire kosher cookbook world, and you know her books were. The success is beyond belief. Right. I mean, her first book sold over 110,000 copies. It's unheard of. You can't match those numbers anymore. Susie is a superstar. She had the vision. You know, it's really what Art Scroll did on a sense for Torah learning. Right. You know, I don't want to say Lahavdal necessarily. Right. It is, but Susie, and I want to just to share one tidbit that my father always said. Why us as Art Scroll? Why are we doing cookbooks? It doesn't even make sense. It's not Torah. That's really our mission to open up the world of Torah to people. My father always felt that having a beautiful kosher cookbook is also a Kiddush Hashem in a sense. It used to be that people would make fun of kosher cooking. I should keep kosher. Kosher is mashed potatoes and brisket. Kosher is boring. And Susie showed that you could be a religious Jew, you could keep kosher, and you know what? The food is going to be just as beautiful as anyone else's food. And the stigma of kosher food and I can't keep kosher went away. And now people keep kosher because of it. But that elevated the whole cookbook world. And it's to Susie's credit. It really is. And Susie knew that, you know, she she runs around now, she does cooking demos. Sure. People love her. She's fantastic. But now people are copying her. But because but- the market is so flooded, going back to your question, we really judge a cookbook now based on people's social media following. It's very hard to break into the market, and if you don't have that's that, why Naomi was one of that's your. That's why Naomi yeah. was fantastic, and uh, Rifki Kleiman, sure. and the next book we're doing is Danielle Renov has, a, sure. I think, the largest Massive following one. online. 
So it's easy to say, we're going to take a book. If someone has 50,000 people following them on Instagram, you know it's almost an instant success when they come out with right. a book. But I love the fact that your father and now you get this whole thing. That, and it's not just that, by the way. I think it's beyond the Kiddush Hashem of kosher food can be distinguished looking and delicious, etc. I, I think also it says something about us as a people that we want our Shabbos and Yantif table, and even during the week as we feed our family and get together, to be as beautiful as possible and to spend time and effort with this. Because if there's one thing we see from your cookbooks, you've spent a lot of time and effort to get it right. Yes. I, in fact, have the nerve to ask you, and I doubt you'll, <laughs> I, I doubt you'll answer, what your photography budget is for books like this. Because to get this sandwich to look like this, Gedalia Zlotowitz, <laughs> that takes an effort and really good photography. Am I right about that? It does. It does. I mean, it's expensive. It's very it is expensive. expensive. It may be one of the more expensive parts of the budget when it comes to a Actually, Miriam Pascal, to her credit, and you'll speak to her tomorrow right. about it, takes her own photography. That's her picture? Her picture. Wow. She taught herself, and she probably went for some training, but she does it herself, which but is the amazing. Se- but the second part of this is that, and here's one of the reasons why I love speaking to you, and and you have such an appreciation for every segment of the Jewish world, and Halavai, I hope I have the same thing. You get the the ability for people to make a Kiddush Hashem in the most unusual of arenas. That's why you have to publish the book about Yeshiva University basketball. Because these boys... <laughs> I'm waiting for you to write it. I'm telling you, if you tell me you're publishing... I'm hearing for 10 years that you're writing a book. <laughs> well, that's, different. that's a different story. But I'm just saying people have an opportunity to really represent the Jewish people well in the strangest of circumstances. And this, I wouldn't say is strange... But it's along those lines Definitely. as you're indicating. We, we all, every individual has an opportunity every day to make a Kiddush Hashem. Yeah. That's our, our goal in the world. Whatever you're doing, 100%. whether you're in Kolel, whether you're in the workplace, whether you're a mother at home, shopping in a store, driving a car, everyone's looking at us. 100%. Uh, Rabbi Gedalia Zlatowitz is here, facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. Um, Earlier, off the air, you revealed to me uh, what I now consider to be the secret uh, to your success. And that is, uh, you said that you speak to Rabbi Yisrael Besser every day. Now, now, frankly, I don't have... I only told you that, so if I say anything wrong, (laughs) you know who to blame. (laughs) I mean, I don't have the same... Unfortunately, I don't have the same privilege. When I I call him, he's usually (laughs) in a very rushed atmosphere. You know, he's very busy, as you know. He is now working on what? What is his current project? He is working on a biography of Rabbi David Trank Zatzal, which will change parenting and the Chinuch world. You, did you know Rabbi Trank at all? I, I don't do not, but I, I had a, as I read the as book, I've it's said unbelievable. To you in the past, I had many friends who were affected by him so positively. And you, I'll give you one story Srilly sent me a few weeks ago, an amazing story. There are two stories I'll tell you, just to give you an idea of the person we're dealing with. There was someone in Lakewood trying to get the child into a school. And Rabbi Cheng tried very hard. It was a Talmud of his who was trying to get their own child in. And, you know, it could be anywhere. But they tried, Rabbi Cheng tried and called and called and called. Finally, the parent gets a notice. We can't take your child in. Why not? You wear jeans. A few minutes later, there's a knock on this person's door, and Rabbi Trank's there, and he gives him a hug, and he shows him a picture of David Trank as a teenager wearing jeans, and he says, just go on. You're great. 
your child's great, he'll go to another yeshiva, and he's going to excel. That's the type of person he was. There was another school who didn't want, another place, mm-hmm. didn't want to take a child in because they said, we don't take siblings into the school. It's not good for siblings to be in the same, you know, atmosphere together. Mm-hmm. So Rabbi David Trank looked at the principal and said, that's interesting because Hashem put siblings in the same family. <laughs> he, he had an Avis Yisrael on the highest level. The book is going to change lives. But, and that's what's really, it's really cool. He says, thank you for giving me the opportunity to work on this book. It's life-changing. The only thing I'm asking is, I mean, you say it's going to change the way people parent and the way they act as teachers and, you know, those who are in education. I mean, it's, we, we have had books about personalities like that in the past, no? I mean, there there have been some... Not know, on this level. Really? The, not on this level. I am so... First, I was very close to Rabbi Trank. And I've, like you say, you have a lot of friends right. who either learned in Adelphia, went to Camp Monk, yep. whatever it is. He believed in every person. It's, you know, some people say he saw the potential. Mm-hmm. He didn't see the potential. He saw what a person was today. Right. Don't talk about potential. Every person is special. Every person brings so much to the table. And don't put people down. Believe in someone and they're going to soar. What deadline did we give everybody best, sir? Maybe this is why he always brushes me <laughs> off the phone. What deadline the did deadline we give The deadline is June. It has to be out for the yard site. It must be out for the yard site. And then the next book he's working on. Already you're here giving we him go. <laughs> the next book he's working on, and this is really long, long overdue, is a biography on Mr. Moshe Reichman. Wow. Which is also going to be a very important book of how a Jew, we talk about Kiddush sure. Hashem, how a Jew has to act in the workplace and stucker and how to treat people. And Sruli only takes on very special... Believe me, Sruli gets calls every day to take on projects. Right. He handpicks what he wants to very do. Very interesting. You're you're really expanding the Art Scroll Masora Horizons, Rabbi Zlotowitz. You're uh, next. <laughs> soon maybe a Ben Gurion biography. You never know. It could, ha- it could happen. You, you never know. know. You never know. Um, was the book about your father life-changing? Did you get that reaction that... That because I want to tell you something, if I and I think I did, if I've incorporated two of the one thousand lessons that I learned from the book about your father, if I incorporated two of them in my life, I consider that a success. Yep. Did you hear those type of comments all the time? The, actually, the good uh, had their convention right. a few weeks ago, and someone sponsored the book. They gave out four hundred copies huh. to everyone. Nice. The last two weeks, I have received so many emails and phone calls from people saying they didn't realize. Everyone thought when we came out with the book, as you could imagine, right. oh, it's a puff piece, right. it's a Barbara's Lottowitz, articles publishing it. As you say, the book has so much there. It's like, like oh, it's it, someone described the book. I think we spoke about this when it came out, that it's a hybrid between Monsieur Sharim and Dale Carnegie. Yep. Coming together and saying, how you could be a better person, how you could treat people in a better way. All how the, people. How the little things in life make a difference. 100%. It's unreal. I keep on getting calls about it. It's yeah. a must read. It's a must read. Yeah. By the way, I, I wonder if you ever, because I've heard, I've heard of people in situations like you just described who Dafka would go to another publisher to publish it. Did that thought ever come across your mind? No. It did not come across your mind. <laughs> we don't trust anyone else. I hear that, but it, it would have been interesting. Yes. It would have been interesting to toss that yes, project exactly. to somebody else. And I think he has, and by the way, and by the way, Rabbi Slotowitz, 
I think he has worked with other publishers in the past, or my best, if I'm not mistaken. So. <laughs> but he doesn't do that anymore. Not, not to bring up a sore topic, but... <laughs> Everyone does, too. <laughs> By the way... Swilly is the best. Swilly is tuned in. Like He sits in Montreal, and he knows what's going on in every segment of the Jewish would, world. Would I, ever, I don't know how he does it. I, I don't ever, know how he does would it. Would I ever joke like this? No, I know. You not. love I mean, him. Come you on. love He's him. the absolute best. There are rumors about certain authors that you are now working with that, again, may be viewed as somewhat of an expansion. And I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about, and that book is coming out today. What? Who are you talking about? Sivan Meir. Sivan Rahav Meir. So I'm from the studios. I'm going to our bindery in New Jersey, and I'm meeting her there with a film crew, and she wants to see the book coming off the line, being bound, it's a book that she and her husband, Mayer, wrote on the life of Yaakov Edelstein. You did, you did your mayor. Right? And um, it's, it's, it's an amazing book. So Stories, they wrote the book together. They wrote the book in Hebrew. And now it's been and translated. And a secular publisher, I believe, published it. This is Rabbi Yaakov Edelstein was a huge Talmud Chacham, a huge Sadik, And she sold tens of thousands of books because of who she is. The per- she's a TV personality, sure. as you know. And we are very, very excited about the book. It's coming out this afternoon. That will be in the stores tomorrow. Unbelievable! If I knew this, I would have. I would have come. Where is it now? The in Carteret? Where are you? We're, we're moving oh, to Rahway, New Jersey, and, yeah. that, and that's where the facility. And that's is. where it is, and that's where we're going from here. When is your? You official, can come with me at nine o'clock. I, I really should. <laughs> when is your official move? We so the bindery moved already. Right. The offices will move in January. So that's it. Another Amazing. couple of weeks, basically. Yeah. Amazing. So the arts girl is going to be based there. Did you ever see her partial book? She not yet. It's amazing, absolutely she's, amazing. She's a wonderful person, and there are a lot of families. Talk about a kiddush Hashem. Oh, 100 percent, hundred religious people who everyone looks up to. Yeah, really incredible. Uh, I mean, this is unbelievable. I could sit here all day <laughs> and speak to you about all this stuff. It's just incredible what's going on. Um, oh, I do have to go to the app comments. I'm being reminded there's people out there that have things to say. Everybody's it's Go the, ahead. The big announcement. It's very simple. The big announcement. It's now almost Hanukkah. Today's the 13th of Kislev. That means we're 12 days away from Hanukkah. And as we're 12 days away, the folks at Artscroll have already begun uh, the incredible sale. 20% off everything. And you can get free shipping in the United States if you order uh, $49 or more. And who's not ordering $49 worth of material? Come on. It's Hanukkah after all. You need gifts for everybody. Uh, So that's the first thing. Second thing is the CMHS is coming up. Pay careful attention. I'm assuming every Jewish magazine and newspaper will have these CMHS prices. In we have eight ads in all the major newspapers and go. magazines today. Pay careful attention to the numbers. You will not believe that the iPad and the Shas are all available at either $1,000 off or half price, which is amazing. Or $19.99 for the brachas. Or $19.99 for the brachas. It's endless. It's just incredible. All right, a couple of things off the app. What's the, uh, the when is the next Purish Al Hatorah coming? What are they referring to? Not sure. I'm not sure either. Um, <laughs> this person says I can't remember what I used to cook before Susie. <laughs> that's, that's actually <laughs> that's very, great. That's very good. That's great. Rabbi Zlotowitz, what is the name of the children's parsha book? I want to search it on the website. The weekly parsha. Yeah, that's it. The weekly parsha. Very a simple. must. A must have for every Jewish home. Rabbi Nachman Zekan. Rabbi Nachman Zekan is the author. Um, this uh, listener asks, can the introduction to the Talmud be ordered in advance? Yes, it's okay. available online now. should be available tomorrow. 
Listener Sima, one of our favorite people, kudos on the new Sephardic Art Scroll Sitter. Correct. My Thank hus- you. My husband loves it. It's amazing. Incredible. Uh, this listener says, my son's involved in Masmide Hasim. He loves it. He learns something every single night after school on wow. his own. And Ralph Frida, Ralph Frida, his, his brainchild. His goal was make your own program. That's right. Just be. Ralph doesn't care. He doesn't care if it's three minutes a day. Ralph tells me all the time, January 2nd is the point to see a Mashas, not January 1st. I love that. That's great. Can we get him in here with you one day? That, I, we, yeah. w- would he do it? I'm going to speak to him. Ask him if he'd come. With, I, I would set aside time next week and just do this whole thing again, okay. I'm telling you. I, I, like everyone else in the Jewish world, is very excited about this time of year between Hanukkah and the He's the Siyam most Hashem. special person I ever met. Amazing. Um, what else do we have here? A lot of people out there who are complimenting you on all your achievements, and you should be very, very proud. Thank and uh, the number of Art Scroll publications at this point, in the thousands. In the thousands. Pretty significant. We're just warming up, Nachem. We know what Rai Besser is doing. We know, <laughs> we know about Sivan Rachav Meir and that book being in the bindery today. Um, I'm trying. Does Rabbi well, Rabbi Krohn still do material with you? Rabbi Krohn is coming out with a Haggadah this year. It's going to be wonderful. Has he ever had one before? Never had. You know, I would have thought he had one. It's funny. Never had. He, it's fantastic stories, thoughts. It's going to be wonderful. You have to go through all these things. We go through everything, but we have we have the greatest authors. You do have the, the greatest, greatest team of people, and we should mention that that I mean, just the shas. Your team is—is is it in the hundreds? Would that be fair to say? It's over a hundred people. It's yeah. over a hundred people. We have the largest kollel without walls. <laughs> My father used to and, say, and you're they're talk- all over the world. And you're talking about obviously <coughs> the, the greatest scholars. They're great. The mo- I mean, otherwise they wouldn't be able to do. Nachem, as you know, there's a there a Baruch Hashem. The Jewish world has a lot of people who know how to learn, who can study Torah and understand Torah. But how many people can give it over in writing? Right. That's the hardest part. I remember you and I had a discussion about um, if people who are responsible for different masechtas have a different style, a different, you know, will you pick up a different yeah. nuance? So not everyone could do Tosos. It's, right. you know, Tosos is the hardest project we ever did just to lay it out, you know, the thought process and to set people up for what's coming. It, and, you know, Mr. Johnny Malone was very helpful. Wow. He actually, besides that he was the original dedicator and encouraged us to do it, he read through every Tosos. He learned every Tosos and Makis and the first volume of Brachis. And he commented on this and he basically told us this has to be understandable by everyone who picks it up. And it was really his vision that made it what it is. But the scholars are wonderful. They're just the most wonderful group of people. I don't want to start naming them because there's so many. I wish we could do a show once just with them. I know. Ask them about how they do oh, it. Oh, I got, I got good it's questions. Unreal. For them. It's unreal. It's unreal. I have very good questions for them. If I make it personal for a moment, your father writes Megillah Esther. You're how old? You're around ten. You're around ten years old. Do you remember that time? Sure, I remember coming down every morning. My father would be sitting at his desk because he did it in a couple of, of weeks. He did it, a, but then he went on to Rus and yeah, Echa, of so, I mean, and then he did Bereshis. Right. So he would work all day and write all night. Was the first Chumash the Bereshis Noach one? The the one of the with the two two parshios? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the first Chumash. Yeah. I think I've told you this story. Yeah. No. That um, <laughs> I told you this story that when my, when my brother, who you know really well, of course, Rabbi Siegel, when he opened his synagogue, I was there the first Shabbos. And after Mariv, Matzah Shabbos, he has a bunch of those Chumashim there in his home, and he hands one to each person and says, this is the 
this is the indicator that you were at the first Shabbos of the new Springville wow. Jewish Center. That's incredible. You know, and then, of course, he quoted, like, you know, everyone claims they were at Lou Gehrig's last game. You know, <laughs> there were 50,000 seats. Where were time, you? But there were 100,000 people That's who right. say they were there. So now the only people who could say they were at the first Shabbos is the ones holding the Archibald Brachus Noah. And by the way, that that's unheard of today to have only two partios in one book, right? That right. Would be completely unheard of. And you're by his side, and I've, of course, literally since the age of ten, I get that. But by his side in this pursuit, from when? From when you left high school and you left after um, that was it? What was I, it? I learned in Torah Vedas Kolo for six years, and then I joined him. So, so it's relatively young. Yeah, about twenty-eight, twenty-seven around that time. So you saw this whole thing happen. And the, you know vis- what? And the what? visits to Russia. I have to tell you, Nachman, we're so inside the bubble that it's hard to see it from an outsider's right. perspective. Right. We know how big it is, but no one could imagine how far it reaches. You can't. Yeah. Well, one of the ways to see how big it is. I always, yeah, I get emails and pictures from all over the world when people are traveling. I saw an art school book here, an art school for the most remote places. It's incredible. Yeah. And on January 5th, there'll be a lot of people using the Art Scroll Brachas to start the new cycle. So my, of I, I say that the stadium will have 90,000 people. So 90% of them say they used Art Scroll. The other 10% are too embarrassed to admit it. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone's using it. Baruch Hashem is to my father's credit. It, it really is. Really Rabbi amazing. Sherman, Rabbi Brandon, the beauty, yeah. all the scholars, the donors, the Schottenstein family. I don't think anyone could have imagined that this would happen. It's impossible to even dream on that level. Incredible. Continued Hatzlacha. Amen. Uh, I, I hope, I'm being serious, I will set aside time next week if you could bring Ralph Reeder in here to talk about just people. Cause one, by the way, here's your pitch to him. Let him know that if he- You're sh- doing it right now. If, if, if he <laughs> shows up with you, I guarantee you hundreds of people will start learning Dafiomi on the 5th of January. And all the other programs right. he's pushing. Plus all the other stuff. Okay, that, that, that might get him. For that alone. Ralph cares about one thing. People should learn Torah. So I'm not going to guarantee him thousands, but I'll guarantee him hundreds of people that will hop aboard and hopefully, once they've learned that first stop, stay with it after that. I agree. That. Uh, Gedalia, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Pleasure. Everybody thank out you there. to your wonderful audience. Uh, yeah, they are amazing. Uh, everybody out there, uh, three catalogs, Hanukkah, children's and youth titles, and, of course, the catalog dedicated to the CMHS. All these uh, advertisements and announcements are going to be in all your papers for the next couple of weeks. Take advantage. 20% off on everything Art Scroll when you order uh, on the website or go to your stores. 20% off across the board on everything. I'm talking about everything um, from special gift items to the most traditional standard books. And p- free shipping when you order on orders over $49. In addition to that, the... Prices that have been set for the Siyama Shas in honor of what's happening around the world at the end of this Dafyomi cycle are simply amazing. Take advantage. The iPad at essentially half price, $1,000 off of the complete Shas, um, uh, which has never been done before uh, for the Art Scroll uh, Dafyomi, um, uh, for the Art Scroll Shas, all 73 volumes. Take advantage. Uh, tomorrow morning, Miriam Pascal will be here. We'll have an opportunity to speak about her book, More Real Life Kosher Cooking, which has just been released. And all the other new books, the um, uh, children's book with uh, Chef Shiri and the Sifrei Kodesh that have been uh, released uh, with Enyakov and Tosos. Take advantage of all the new titles from Artscroll. Go to artscroll.com or call 1-800-MISORA.